0: Hi everyone, Raphael Harry here, and you're listening to White Label American, a podcast where we hear stories from an immigrant or two, sometimes more. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of White Label American. Thank you all for joining us today. Before we begin, I'd like to give a shout out to my patrons. Thank you for your support. Thank you for being with me two years on this journey. Let's make it 3, 4, 5, 6, 20. And invite your friends, lovers, secret families. Hey, no joke. Bring them all. And for our new listeners, hey, go on our link 3 slash white label American. Um, our new website will be coming up soon. Well, well on the show notes, you have our new website. And, yeah, you can actually go there, go access our Patreon, you know, or go straight to patreon.com slash white-label-american-pod and, yeah, become a contributor, help us build um, our team or expand our team because we have more projects that we are going to be launching from 2022. So this team gets bigger and bigger And we'll get more fun stuff coming up. You can also get our t shirts at vetclothing.com. You'll be supporting veterans and uh, black owned businesses. And you'll be supporting this podcast too. We need your money, so bring it. And if you know Jeff Bezos, hey, tell him that he can also have another black bald friend here. And we we, we don't need 100 million, we'll take 5 million or 10 million. It's all right. Okay, now enough of that. Let's dive into today's awesome guests which is a record. We have two wonderful friends, first time, that we're having two wonderful people as friends, as guests. And they're in two continents, two different time zones. Never done that, so it's a record on the podcast. And not only that, they, there's so many wonderful things about these women, they're content creators. They are um, There's a forensic toxic toxicologist without the heels I was disappointed when I found out about that. But, um, hey, there's passion in styling and fashion. There's a marketing specialist. There's an English teacher. There's so many wonderful stuff that's in here. We're going to be in Europe. We're going to be in Australia at the same time. There's so much goodies in this episode that's coming that you're going to learn about today. I'm going to learn. So you're going to learn. We are going to learn. And we're going to learn having a great time. So, Hit that subscribe. Get ready. Start your engines. We're gonna begin now. So welcome on board, Amanda in Melbourne and Rumbi in Prague. Thank you for joining us today. How y'all doing?
1: Hi. Good. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. I'm, I'm so honored to have you guys here. i I'm, I'm so excited.
2: Thank you for having us. Hello. <laughs> Hi,
3: Ruby.
0: <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, um, you know, we connected not too long ago and I'd always thought about bringing you guys here and, you know, but because of distance and um, the the time differences, I was like, ah, oh, you know, we, we don't know how, uh, maybe I'll wait a little bit. And then I just thought about like, hey, let's, maybe I should just try asking and see. Let's see, you know. What well, is a will, there's a way, right? And tada, now we are here. So I'm really um, happy and I'm, I'm grateful that you guys were able to make this work. And I understand that you guys were able to sacrifice um, on your side, you know, giving me your time. And I really appreciate that. So let's dive in straight to your names. So I know I only gave your first names, but you can also dive in to your middle names and your last names. So you guys have beautiful names, and you're from a part of um, Africa that I I have a um family that's from there. Some of my cousins, I have an aunt who married one of my uncles who lived in um, they lived in Maryland. Where well, one of my cousins still in Maryland. Uh, well, actually, two of them. So yeah, and, and my aunt. So those are the first people from that part of Africa that I got to know that um. Uh, from your country of birth. So, could you tell us about the meaning of your names and um, your places of birth, you know, and how, how it ties together? Maybe we go Amanda, in al- alphabetical orders. Yeah. 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 Alpha- <laughs> <standards>. <laughs>
1: uh, my name is Amanda, but my Shona name, my middle name is Tafara, which means we are happy. Wow. So, yeah, my brother named me that. I don't know what he was thinking, because I'm sure he was not happy when I was born. Your brother? (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. So and um, obviously come from Zimbabwe, uh, Harare to be specific. So that's the capital city. And I also happen to be born and raised there. So, yeah, that's it in a nutshell.
2: Um, my name is Rumbidzai Nontokozo. Rumbidzai, it means praise God, praise, yeah. praise God. And non tokozo means uh, joy. Um, and yeah, just like Amanda, I was born in the 263. We actually don't call it that, but in Zimbabwe, <laughs> yes. Uh, in Harare, born, raised in Harare in South Africa, in Ghana, and... Back to them, so that's a bit of my story
0: wow i was not uh expecting a name with a meaning um praise god because that's like my my tribal name is Owen laifa and amongst my tribe a lot of names that i get tend to be like god is supreme god like um, my, my name is nothing supersedes god and mm-hmm. a lot of people in my side tend to have names that are like you know, God is great, God is awesome, we rely on God. And I'm, I'm like, wait, <laughs> is this how we always named ourselves? Because I know we don't worship, when we're wearing people who worship one God, it was then Christianity came because we were amongst the first to come in contact with Europeans when Europeans arrived. And then we, that's how we converted to Christianity via Catholicism first. And then Pentecostal. Uh, Pentacontal- uh, Pentacontal- oh, what's going on in my tongue? became uh, Mm -hmm. Pentecostals and then, you know, went full, the full spectrum of Christianity. And um, we, I don't know, to me, I just feel like that just took our names to uh, different levels. That's my way of reasoning with the names. So, because if you see other tribes in Nigeria, like the ones who I've had here, and when I started, since I started asking about the names, like um the Eurobar side, some of the names are like oh uh, my family used to be, um people who dealt with uh one of my good friends from um, Instagram, the um the uh, progressive migrant, um his name his family name was uh they his family were the guys who were um what was it called again in English I'm trying to recall but they were like the mediums who interceded with between the living and the, the the dead. And so they were a guide. That's what their name translates mm. to, being the guide
3: mm.
0: of the, the living and the dead. So that was their job. And then today he's a therapist, which his practice is called the guide. <laughs> so, kind of uh, but, <laughs> yeah, so it kind of relates, but yeah. So it's, there's something like, but it, it, a lot of Yoruba names don't tend to be like, God is this, you know, God is, you know, it doesn't, yeah. But, if you see the, the those who converted to Islam then you start seeing that their names also are like um, water clearer. and I'm like wow it's just so that's why I like asking about the meaning of names because it's fascinating what you get from different parts of uh, Africa or the world it, it's you, you never know what you get and it's it also shows a connection to to different places so I wasn't I didn't even realize that you know in somewhere, because um, uh, Rumbi, are, are you also Chana?
1: Sorry,
2: am I?
0: Are you also Chana?
2: Chana? Did I Shona. Shona. Sorry, Shana. sorry. Shana. Shana. As, I just went with uh, the English
0: pronunciation. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, uh, well, I, uh, by tribe, I am Debele, which is another tribe. Oh, okay. My dad is Debele. My okay. mom is Shona, hence, I have a Shona first name. My oh. middle name is uh, Debele. Debele. But yes. Uh, I think, in terms of the having a religious meaning to my name, it is because of Christianity taking deep roots in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandparents, uh, on my mom's side, were very involved in the church mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So, okay.
0: yeah. And uh, Amanda, you said your brother named you. Is that is that common mm. for mm. a sibling to name a child?
1: no the no it's not it's not common but my brother is very revered in our family because he's the oldest son okay um so i feel like he just took his his right to just do what he wants and named me ah. <laughs> but um it wasn't like a well thought out like he just and i think my parents just wanted him to be involved okay so. He decided, i maybe actually asked him why, but that's what he was happy, I guess, <laughs> but I'm sure he wasn't when I started coming to like take over.
0: But yeah, <laughs> uh, well, it's not, it, not common. It, it, yeah, it, it's yeah, that is beautiful that you shared that because, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I know one, one time I attended a naming ceremony. Um, I don't know if you guys do that, but we, we, we um, a lot of us, no matter the tribe, um, well, I know when I was in southern. Nigeria I know I remember attending naming ceremonies uh which was we tended to be for boys I think for both boys and girls was after seven days after the child was born so after uh, the child gets if you're Catholic um the baptism and um if you weren't Catholic then um I think circumcision for the boys or if I don't know if they did it for girls who got circumcised but I know for boys, it was the same day of circumcision, and then uh, they go to church, and then the the name is given, and then at home, there's a party. Nigerians love creating parties for everything. It cuts <laughs> uh, across, across, across all tribes. And uh, I think only the Muslims, I I'm might not, I'm not really... I don't recall doing that with um, no, Muslims from the north. And uh, I don't recall what tribe the person was from. That we, the, who was doing the naming ceremony, but I was a kid of, I think I was close to ten or eleven, and we were at this house, and it was kind of like a secular. Um, it the the way they had us was a little bit like a semi-circle, and I was in the front row, and they went the MC went round each person and said, "You shall call give this child a name, the baby a name, and that's the name you'll call the baby." I don't know what they were thinking. So everybody had to come up with a name, and they came up to me, and you know I don't give the baby a name, so I, luckily i' um by then I already had access to the book of names that my other sister used to have. So I named the baby Moses, and they said, "Why did I name baby Moses?" And I think Moses is drawn from water, but I knew the meaning of Moses then, and I said the meaning of Moses. I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "Wow." So they're like, that's why you called that. Baby. I don't know that child today. I don't know if I see that boy, I don't even know who do. <laughs> I don't know, but that's <laughs> how so I named somebody, Moses. <laughs> but yeah, that memory just came to my mind now. <laughs> so, um, you, Ruby, you called um, Ruby, you called um, Harare, the two six three or two two three. Yes.
2: 263. 263. So, well, Zimbabwe, that's our um, the Zim- country code. No, oh, the plus
0: country code. So wait, yeah, so Harare just claimed it on for itself too? Or? No,
2: no, no, no. I'm just saying in terms of the country, I come okay. from the plus 263 and then oh. I think the area code is 4 for Harare, if I remember.
1: And oh, people okay. People still use landlines. I don't think people are using landlines. But- hey,
0: the days yeah. of landlines. Hey, that, that, yeah, that, that was done. great times. Yeah. Great times. Especially if you had the, the dial on the ring. yeah. Oh, I forgot the number. I got to start all over again. Start again. Or well, tap
1: dialing if the phone was locked. I don't know if you guys had that. Oh, yes, yes. In yeah. Nigeria. But in Zimbabwe, locking your phone was so mm-hmm. common. Like, they wouldn't want the help or, like, the kids to be calling. hmm
0: mm-hmm. Yep, yep. There, tap were, dialing. there were people who did that. Yeah, and, man, yeah. We we, 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 we never had a phone <laughs> at home, but uh, the, the lens we had to go to... to befriend people who had phones, man, oh, man, you're bringing (laughs) some memories that um, I don't need to blow my cover. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Harare, you guys were in Harare, you know, and uh, I think that was was a different time to what Harare is like now, based on the little that I know. So, Yeah. uh, yeah, what was childhood like for both of you?
1: I think for me, I really enjoyed my childhood. I was very lucky that obviously Zimbabwe was in a a different space than it is now. Um, I just remember like being carefree and having all the access to stuff. So, you know, being able to go to movies or with family or meeting up all the time or, you know, playing outside with your cousins on the weekends or friends, like it was just a typical happy childhood in terms of I'm sure for the kids growing up in Zimbabwe now it's very different in terms of access and getting all these things but back then it was just yeah it was just a happy safe childhood.
2: I don't know if I should answer next. I have both perspectives. Oh, for me, I think it was interesting. I think of travel when I think of my childhood, because as I alluded to, we moved a couple of times. Um, and I think uh, exposure, I think that's what I think of when I think of my childhood, because, you know, we lived in Ghana at a time where the return hadn't happened yet so much. Like people were still, it was still new um, and really I discovered how different we are depending on where you come from. Mm. Um, it was a good... I was, I'm was. i very, very grateful for the childhood I had because it shaped me, I believe, into the person I am today. I was always a more introverted person and struggled with the moves um, from place to place, unlike my brother and sister. But in retrospect, it really was an important part of my um, upbringing. So, yeah, just... Family, a lot of family time, travel, and just, yeah, doing what
0: kids do. All right. So with that being said, what would both of you consider your favorite childhood memories?
1: (laughs) Wow, good question. Um, Probably going on family holidays or trips. My dad used to travel a lot for work. Um, but within Zimbabwe especially. Mm-hmm. So I feel like quite proud that I've seen like all corners of Zimbabwe, like, cause obviously they didn't would take us along if it was a local trip. Yeah. Um, and I just really remember that distinctly. Cause sometimes you go back to school and you'd be like, Oh, we were in Machingo, or in Vurwi or we were in Cholocho or we were in Plantry, all these places that like are smaller cities, smaller towns. And I guess don't ever get that um, aspect of them really, really showcased, you know, being a tourist town or it's not really popular. So I think I really appreciated that now because I'm like, oh, actually, those little trips were were crucial to my knowledge of Zimbabwe. Do
0: you have any particular place that you've, um, that you went to that something like, like any place that you went to you you had a moment that was like, wow, during those times? I think recall? for me, it,
1: probably always been Nyanga because my dad would then relax. And Nyanga is like a mountainous area. It's very um hilly. It's very green. It's very it's just lush. You know those places you go and you can just sense life mm-hmm. and nature. And we'd go fishing, which is so random, right? Because my totem is a fish. Uh, I don't wow. know if in Nigeria you have totems, but we have totem. So it was like quite special that we we're doing something that's like tied to us kinship and um. You know, when you're fishing, you actually stop and chit-chat and spend the day. It's not such a quick activity. So I think that was probably always a highlight.
0: And you, Rumbi?
1: Oh, for me,
2: definitely. I think time spent with cousins at my grandparents' place. Um, My mom especially comes from a really large family. And we, in total we were about 30-odd cousins from my mom's side. Wow. So we would go to my grandparents' place, and you'd be so excited to see each other, and there were way too many of us. I mean, not all 30 (laughs) of us went at one time, but a whole bunch of us went at one time. And, you know, sleeping on the floor in my grandparents' uh, living room, And my grandfather used to buy us freezers. Freezers are these, like, cool drinks in plastics that you freeze and then you, like, suck on them, like, really (laughs) typical for kids. Um, I think lots of places have a version of that. Um, And my granddad would be like, oh, let me go buy freezers for my grandchildren. But, like, meanwhile, he's the one taking them down, like, you know. But And, you know, we used to have like story time with my grand, my granddad would fall asleep um, and he'd always wake up just as we said, amen, after prayer. So like, you know, it was just funny, just those memories of like um, family and um, being together because it wasn't too long. And then we all started being dispersed and all over the world. And those, at least we have those memories, like we had that time and that uh, to share together as cousins.
0: Wow. So, um, when Amanda said her totem is a fish, um, my, my tribe, they just, uh, we're riverine people, uh, mostly. And, uh, yeah, we, we, um, fishing is a big thing for us. So, although I'm not mm. big on eating fresh fish, which I inherited from, uh, someone and, and uh, yeah, we'll find out as an adult because they used to beat me as a kid when I wasn't eating fresh fish. <laughs> but, um. Uh, <laughs> yeah it's uh so when you when you said that i was i was laughing because like even my um my state back home in nigeria is um the the flag has a dolphin and uh a shark and mm-hmm. um there's some some is like crocodiles uh some people have crocodiles like my, my village it's not uh my village secret animal it's a monitor lizard but um if you go to like Name Bay, which is right by the Atlantic Ocean, um, a dolphin is a, is a sacred animal there. And then across on uh, um, uh, Bonnie, Bonnie is the the boat are like huge oil, um gas places. Um Bonnie has um, um, sharks. yeah, I, I think all sharks are like sacred. But you you can they they do some yeah they do some silly tricks the fishermen there because if this one catches the shark they'll pass it on to the other guy who's from who's dolphin is sacred and if those guys catch dolphin they pass it on to bunny so they, they exchange and then yeah so each one can get away with killing but if the bunny if the Nambe guy kills a dolphin by mistake they have to give the full barrier,
3: Oof.
0: and uh, yeah so oh. they, uh, it's the same thing with like monitor lizard in my village if you if you yeah monitor lizards come in and they, they have a feast like they if you have a poultry they come in and steal your your the chicken eggs and all that you 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 can't you're not allowed to touch them
3: mm.
0: yeah so but it's they're, they're still aquatic because if you've seen them swimming they're very good swimmers your head is always out of the water and they're swimming and yeah so yeah but um there are a lot of fisher people um fishing people in our, our areas um men women very strong so that's why the oil um, the pollutions that we get from crude oil is uh very devastating in our yeah. lands because we we produce like forty like my home state produces like forty percent of Nigeria's crude oil, so yeah, mm. a lot of our fishing lands fishing rivers and our farming lands are literally gone thanks mm. to the wealth of the the country <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah, so the totem fish yeah we, it's it's a big thing for for my people. But I love smoked fish though if you fish smoked fish, yeah, I can eat that fresh, yeah miss me with that <laughs> yeah so you two have been friends for a while. um, how did that journey begin? you know, how did that get started because uh Rumbi, you moved around a lot during your yeah. childhood, and yeah. um Amanda did not uh sh- you you were within. Zimbabwe. Also in Zimbabwe. So yeah, yeah. How did you two become friends?
2: So just to speak on my moving around, my family moved back to Zimbabwe in 1997, I think. So I was still in uh, junior school, primary school, okay, elementary school. I don't know, depending on where you call. Come yeah, from, you call it yeah, different yeah,
0: things. Yeah, I think yes, it's, a, it's um, elementary, but in Nigeria, be. Yeah. primary
2: yeah so i just managed to finish so i ended up finishing uh primary school in zimbabwe and then we met in high school so from the very first year of high school we were at a boarding school together oh and i've got a yeah, lot of
0: body school guest on this yeah. podcast <laughs>
2: so yeah i don't know amanda maybe you can give the backstory, but
1: that's how we. i met. don't Actually. think there was one <laughs> don't. I I think it was very organic there wasn't yeah. one I mean having said that we went at that time it was a predominantly white school oh. so the group of in our year there was less black girls than there were white girls when we started anyway yeah. so obviously you kind of like were friends with every black girl automatically
3: because uh-huh.
1: you're like, okay, there's 20, there's only 20 of us. It's not that hard. Like you're friends with everybody. So mm-hmm. um initially obviously very organic in that way, but as the years went by and towards definitely towards um by the time we left, because it's six years of, of um, O level and A level. Yeah. We then yeah. were obviously became much closer by the time we left A level. So yeah, it's, it's I think people are always waiting for some grand Aha, story, um, mm. but no, very organic, you know, girl meets girl and, you know, just gets along and takes it from there. And obviously friendships take work and take communication and all that. And ours mm. has been just the same. So then since 2007, early 2007, uh, we've then become well, predominantly a long distance friendship.
0: Okay, hold hold, hold, on. We'll get to long distance before long distance. (laughs) Yeah, you already caught my interest with a few things. So we, we, yeah, there's no grand superhero origin story there, but I'm still gonna make it grand. We're gonna come back there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in boarding school, were you guys in the same hostel, or how how did your boarding school work?
2: Oh, it changed per year.
0: Oh that's yeah! Around.
2: Like okay. you wouldn't have a same. So in in our first year, we were like twelve in a dorm. How many were we? I don't even remember. It was something like twelve or sixteen something in one mm-hmm. dormitory. um I don't know if we shared a dorm in our in form one together. No, no, we
1: didn't. And
2: maybe know. not even form two. I think it was form three when we actually shared a room. We had a room of mm-hmm. three or four. Three, mm-hmm. I think it was room of three. Um, so as it, each year progresses, you can tell the rooms are getting smaller. So, ah. um, yeah, yeah. Ah. So it it changed. You always were changing. There wasn't one set room or partner or dorm mate that you stayed with. It it changed often. Mm,
0: mm. Fascinating. So w- overall, what was your um, for both of you? What was your b- boarding school experience like? I ask this question because. I've had multiple boarding school guests on the podcast in Nigeria, Kenya, Ghana. Um, I'm familiar with boarding schools in Nigeria. Um, I was a day student, but I had friends in boarding school. We knew what went down. We knew the good, the bad and the ugly. Uh, But I know for um, on the girls side, for women, it's uh, a little bit different from, from the boys but it doesn't mean the, the ugliness still wasn't there. So, oh, uh, of yeah, so, but you, you, so you, you guys tell me what was, it, what was your experience like? Because some people have said it was glorious. I don't know if, you know, I know some people don't want to say what theirs was like, really. I know one or two didn't <laughs> want to say it. But I was like, that's fine if you just want to glorify it. It's okay. But, yeah, so, yeah, in your own words, what was your buddy school experience like? Especially for someone, for people who, in a predominantly white school i don't think i've had anybody with uh, such a, an experience on the podcast so yeah i think you guys might be the first
1: um well for me i didn't i didn't move around countries like roomby did but i certainly moved around schools within zimbabwe primary schools okay so, um so for me boarding was like a nice time to just be stable like you know what i mean like the whole six years I was at the same school i didn't move around to high school. so i found it quite welcoming i also only have uh, male siblings so this is my oh. wh- whole interaction with <laughs> females <laughs> yeah. you know i got all male at home and then all female at school so i actually really enjoyed high school um awkward time of course you're trying to discover yourself and see your your place in the world so to speak but generally it was a positive experience for me but I'm also academically inclined so I guess when you're top of the class you're like "Ah, everything's good you know you don't really notice all the other things (laughs) because you're like well I'm doing what I came here to do so I don't know about y'all um but I mean definitely I mean It's the typical things, right? You know, your first crashes, your people bullying you, your everything. But I always got that sense of community. And still now, like when we meet people from our high school, we'll still like, you know, grab a coffee or chit chat as if, as if you've known them. And then you realize, oh, wow, I haven't seen you in like 20 years or whatever. Mm. But that sense of community has always been there. Somehow they instill that in us where you kind of have this common, we suffered, you know, we know what we went through. Those two minute showers, those cold, because where the high school is, is very cold. Yeah. Those cold mornings, wow. you know? So it's like, you. I don't know. It's like it ties you for life. <laughs> I don't know. Yep, for sure. <laughs>
2: For sure. And I think uh, for me, um, I think because I had moved around so much, as Amanda alluded to, you you crave just that place to just be. Mm. But I was a nerd too. Um, And I used to read a lot of books. And I really got into books about boarding school. Um, And I also like books like the famous five and the idea of like living with friends and like experiencing life together. So I knew I wanted to do it like from the get go that boarding school was for me. My sister did not. She was, she's older. She did not go to boarding school, but I was adamant that I wanted that experience and come through the bad times, the injustices we felt and the whatever, like I wouldn't trade it for the world. Best experience best um i loved it i think i just got to flourish and you know be in my own little world within boarding school which is weird but Mm -hmm. like i did so yeah i don't know it was just it was good it was good yeah
0: awesome two quick questions on on your um boarding school experiences um were your teachers mostly white
1: well zimbabwe went through a transition at that time obviously Mm. if you know a bit about zimbabwe's history that's around the peak time of when we had our land reform yeah so when we started it was definitely the the, the the look of the school when we started to when we finished would be would have been different i think when we started it was predominantly white teachers and white students but towards the end like six years later uh, there would have been a shift purely because yeah. a lot of white people did dis- um, leave Zimbabwe. so uh yeah, I would say definitely more white when we started. Oh traditionally it was a more Ooh. white school.
0: okay well um, the the school so is this school considered a private school or uh, government school or how, how, how does your system works over there?
2: it's a it's a private school okay so it's 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 not government okay
0: because in in nigeria there's some federal owned um schools that are like some of the highest rated they're they're, they're highly rated even more than private schools but um like to get in there it's like you're literally fighting to get in there uh if you have the top the best connections before you can get in there and uh yeah Mm -hmm. but they're all boarding schools yeah so That just crossed my mind. So, just let me check and see if you guys have something similar over there, too. I think Kenya has um, some, I think someone had mentioned Kenya having some schools like that. But I know there are lots of private boarding schools, too, at the same time. All right. So, before we jump into you guys moving out of Zimbabwe, we shall take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to take the podcast out of the continent. And move to continents. Hi, everyone. We've made it two years, and who would have thought so? So let's go further. And make it three, make it four, make it five, make it six. Who knows? Twenty. But we can't do this without your support. So join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash white label American pod or Linktree.com slash white label american go there and you'll see our patreon link and you can join us for as low as three dollars we have bonus content we have bonus materials there's so much juice over there that we don't release to the public and yeah you can contribute in making this podcast better you can send questions you can send your ideas and also there's a lot of new things that are coming the announcements are made on patreon first we have to, you know, take care of people who help make this podcast possible. So you can be the one to make this podcast what you want it to be. Come join us on Patreon and make it what you like to see. Join us. Make it fantastic. Keep the five stars coming in. Keep the love coming in. Thank you for the privilege of your company. All right, let's begin. So uh, who was the first to leave Zimbabwe? And um Yeah, who who made the first journey out?
2: I think we made it in the same year.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Same year, I I left Nigeria.
2: Oh, yeah. So I went to Mm -hmm. university in, like, must be January, Feb. And I think you went the later half of the year. Same time. Well
1: no. at the same time. Okay. Yeah. Everyone starts semester around the same time. It's not like general. Yeah. Like Unless you're going to America. Typically mm. everyone starts school in February, January. Uh, yeah, Because obviously American semesters run different, but everyone else
0: Hey, we, 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 we got to, man. Yeah, we got to.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> we yeah, we so we're just same special time. for no reason. Mm. Ah, <laughs> uh, so um who uh because I know uh Wait, Rumbi, you the one you went to a different place first before your present location, right?
2: Yes, I was in South Africa. I studied there. Okay. Uh, at Rhodes University, shout out my rodents—that's um, what we called ourselves. Our Wait. mascot was a rodent.
0: Isn't that yes. the university named after uh, that's a guy who?
1: Battle John Rhodes, yes. Mm, problematic.
0: <laughs> oh okay yeah i was like wait i know that name oh yeah oh yeah okay that's right okay okay yeah. we, we're we not gonna yeah, go yeah. there now nah. we're not i don't yeah. want to prolong that like. today not is not today. the day for his judgment not today not today, not today. i'll come yeah. i'll come back for your roads but um you can yeah, also send no. sponsorship fee and uh, postpone your judgment <laughs> just in case you know not yeah so that.
2: that's where i studied and i worked in south africa in johannesburg for about seven years oh wow yeah Man, yeah, then moved home, and then moved here.
0: Hmm. Wow. So, what was um, your South African experience like?
2: I, I don't know how to answer that because I think it was what I needed to do in, at the time. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, it made sense. It's a neighboring country to Zimbabwe. I think it. Oh, let me let me re- the,
0: let me rephrase it. Sorry okay. to cut you. Let me rephrase it. Because okay. South Africa and Zimbabwe are like twins, if I may say. Because uh, I've listened to you guys and a lot of influences from Zimbabwe is heavily influenced by South Africa. And mm-hmm. almost by everything, of like
2: the, their economy being yeah,
1: stronger. And,
0: yeah, you know, and like yeah, I'm. Well, it's like I'm,
1: Canada, America, really. Yeah, uh, that relationship in A way, but uh, but not, not not economically, obviously, but just that yeah. relationship okay. where you're
0: like, yeah. The same, yeah. But you're okay. like rivals. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think okay, yes, I think I mean, even like Canada, uh, Mexico, America, I'll put it that way too, because you know, Mexico influences a lot of America, but we don't give Mexico the credit that put mm. something like that, we, we, yeah, because a lot of with if mexico workers why is that's the same,
1: the same. yeah got a,
0: elect- a lot of Mexican workers come here story. like there's a like mm-hmm. part of that we don't really show where Mexican workers come here get stuff done mm-hmm. a lot of American companies are in mexico sending the products mm-hmm. up here that we use, so yeah, mm-hmm. we don't talk about all that so but a lot of Zimbabwe is intertwined with um south Africa so um, yeah. I know like if we go to the dark side of the xenophobia, like Nigerians like to like complain about that, but I'm like, when I bring it up, even in Nigerian chat rooms, people like to shut me down. Like, uh, I'm like, you know, the, the Zimbabweans have been getting the brunt of it mostly before every other person It's mm-hmm. Zimbabweans. But, uh, so why I asked that question that way was, uh, I was trying to gauge, like you go into South Africa, it's like this place has always been like the. "Quote unquote, big brother to you guys. Everything mm. comes from there. It's like so. Now you're living there.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like an expectation has already been built up. Did that mm-hmm. was that expectation met when you were living there? Oh, did well, was, to was be it? Well, to be fair, fun? we
2: lived there when I was young. Anyway, okay. Um, so it wasn't completely new. Um, I think yes and no. Like I think it meets expectations where you have certain comforts, like maybe electricity doesn't go as often, mm. or you can earn a decent living or, you know what I mean? But like any move from home, there are other things you have to deal with, you know, in, in adapting to a new environment and so on and so forth. But I made some really incredible friends, like lifelong friends, learned a lot. It's a huge country, beautiful, so much to offer. Um, Also has a very difficult past and history. It helped me understand the nature of south africa too and i also did a um, uh, um, course in the south african economy when i was studying at university and mm. that brought to light a lot of the history and backstory for me so you don't just go in there as a zimbabwean pointing fingers but to really understand gotcha. a bit of where a lot of it comes from so yeah i think it was a place that it needed to be for me at the time and um, learned a lot shaped me in a major way um yeah
0: I love that you said that, don't just go in there pointing fingers. You you, you got to know about the the, the history and the, the culture. Yeah.
3: Because
0: I think that's one thing that kills a lot of us. Not physically, but, you know, metaphorically. Um, because I, I try to know about many places, and the more I know about many places, I see how connected we are in our struggle without while we try to isolate ourselves and say, it's only, I'm the only one that's going, it's like this uh, oppression Olympics. Like mm. I'm the only one, so I deserve mm. to make it out. I deserve oh to be rewarded gosh. first. And- That's true. We, we, so the, we, true. No other person, and I'm, cause you know, like every time there's the unfortunate um, xenophobic attacks and I say in quotes in South Africa and, you know, and yes, this a lot of Nigerian channels start offering so-called responses that should happen to South African businesses in Nigeria mm. you see the language that they're using and I'm like you you you're also saying the same thing that's happened yeah. should, so you're saying mm. retaliation right mm. and I asked like why does this happen nobody can tell you the history we we didn't we, we didn't den- we, we denounce all the history and then it's like they don't like us they hate us and I'm like so how come a whole bunch of South Africans are married to Nigerians why are they married to other people and all the I and mean, yeah. it's like, no, they hate us, they hate us because we, we are the best. And we I'm like, why why is
2: this? It's complicated. And it's to be fair, mm-hmm. I think Zimbabweans, we also have a privilege. As much as our country doesn't have the economic privilege, yeah. we have a level, especially for us born freeze, born after our independence in 1980. Mm-hmm. We have a privilege that a lot of them do not have because um there's a lot of untapped um frustration, anger and resentment that was kind of just pushed under by the uh, reconciliation kind of yeah. they had. Um, so we come from a place where we saw our fathers working in top positions in their industries in a, in our country and black people, you know running the show empowered. and owning property and empowered, which South Africans, you know is it has not been given to them. And it, it, it's been a very difficult part. So it's a
0: great point. We, great point. We, we don't yeah, see they're
2: our, a our young country.
1: It's yeah, such yeah, a young country. Mm. Yeah, I mean, ninety four is not that. Long. If you think of countries' histories, yeah, ninety four is not. It's very young. It for is. countries. So you're obviously dealing with those things. Um, it's not such a far away concept. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I like that I like having discussions like this and I like asking for people's um, perspectives. And I also, when I have the chance to talk to others, I try to make them realize that look, yes, at one point in time, I was that person too was shouting, get them out and, you know, retaliate. But with time, I started realizing that no, uh, it's not as simple, it's not as black and white as someone is making it to seem. And whoever is making it to seem that way it's tr- like, I have to question the messenger. Why is this person telling me do it like this? Why is this person making it look so simple and then demonizing the other people? And I was like, wait a minute, this, they, they, they denounce everything. You don't get the whole picture of what's exactly, it's happening there. And then I know a lot of Nigerians who are walking there and they're like, no, 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 it's not like this. You, you, you're getting a whole different, no, stop reacting like this. And I was like, wait, so we should kick out all the South African companies that are providing jobs in Nigeria. Helping Nigerians, and what will happen then? Well, we, we can replace them. Like, replace them with what? You don't want Chinese companies, right? But well, Chinese companies are ready to come in. And, and well, we'll figure it out. I said, here we go. And Man, are you? it's because you're in America, you're seeing this. I said, oh, God, this is... It's why I don't get invited to some... Nigerian it's layered.
2: Products. It's a very layered <laughs>
0: thing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, many, many <laughs> things
2: to consider. It is.
0: It is many things. And I hope people will um, consider it because it's, it's not It's not a one-day solution. It's not... Uh, yeah. It's, if someone is telling you you can get it solved in one day, I tell you to the question them because it's always in the little details. So, Amanda, yeah. we have not we have not forgotten about you. No. Yes, yes. You you, you left um two thousand and seven and um so what did you, you went straight to the end of the world or did you go somewhere else?
1: <laughs> yes, I came straight down under. Um yeah, no, for me I so in high school, I went to the same high school that my brother went to. Mm-hmm. So unlike Ruby, where they went to different high, school, I went to the same. So I was always like in his shadow in a way. Especially because the later half of schooling, you go to the boys' school. I think I had two of my teachers not even know my first name. They used to just call me by my last name because boys get called by their last names. Oh. And they didn't bother to learn my name. They just did. so like it was. I was very conscious that I didn't want to go to South Africa because my brothers were there, and I didn't want to just again. Um, you know have them insulate and surround me I want to do my own thing so luckily yeah I want to be independent you know so uh, luckily I uh, could come to Australia like my dad was um, was fine with me coming to Australia so yeah when was in Perth initially um, and then moved over to Melbourne about four years ago now almost four years ago now
0: right so So, just been
1: in the two cities
0: your dad was cool with you going to the end of the world. Mm. Wow He
1: was cool. very open-minded I don't know How I tricked him Or yeah. what. Or maybe he just yeah, saw wait. He just saw the picture. Pati- I mean having said that A lot of aunts were like And if you know In a typical patriarchal African society They were like She's going so far She's yeah. a girl I, I was what switching was into that patri- yeah, yeah. Patri- you know, Patriarchal yeah, mode I just switched so, back into
0: that Like what? So, <laughs> do you mean you allowed Your daughter to yeah, Who, yeah, Who's going to be watching to go- her? <laughs> Who's going to yes. you know what that girl will be doing? All alone, Who's going to all look alone, at that, that girl? That girl be up to something. We need people's eyes to be around her. Yeah, that's yeah, it's, 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 some Nigerian families will be sounding so, like, like you know, the boy can go. Yeah, the boy well, can go. That's fine. it's fine. You know, the boy yes. Yeah. Don't you know, worry.
1: Zimbabwean families is exactly the same. And the, <laughs> nobody cares and the, about the boy. Like the, uh, the, the speeches were numerous, but like at the end of the day, he was he was trusting enough and that's open-minded great. enough to to let me give it a go. I love
0: to hear that. I love to hear that. Wow. So why why Perth exactly? Yeah. Why why did you pick Perth?
1: i actually picked my university based on the degrees they were offering so okay. i was one of those geeks that was like this is the one that's the best for this so you know um it just so happened to then be in perth it wasn't like so i i did it the other way around because i didn't know australia to me was all the same so it doesn't matter if i'm living in one city or i knew i did not want to be in sydney because i just heard it's so big and so and i just thought coming from Marare, like is, is, when you compare it to Sydney, such a small city. So I was like, okay, that might be a huge jump. And also expenses, like obviously a big city means you're going to be paying more. <laughs> so um, apart from that, it was just based on my degree. So I was like, okay, the best university for this is in Perth. So that's where
0: I'll go. So you arrive in Perth. What was the first Surprise, culture shock. Or, you know, the first mm. thing that, wow, I'm no longer in Africa. I'm no longer in Harare. I'm, what is going on here? What was the first thing that gave you that moment? Uh,
1: probably the presence of a lot of Asians. A lot of Asians. Australia is, yeah, like I think when we're in Zoom, especially for us, we had one Asian guy, I think, in our year. Mm. Uh, one Chinese guy. But over here, you see them in all their arrays, all their different colors, all their... You know, know, at home, whenever people talk about Asia, they just go, China, China, China. It's "It's not only China. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's so many more cultures to learn and to glean all these things from. And I think that, for me, was the biggest shock because I thought I was just going to come here and learn about Australian culture, so predominantly white, white British culture. But it ended up actually being... Del- delving deeper into Asian cultures, which I'm really, really happy I got to do.
0: Wow. I wouldn't have expected that. But you're right. Because yeah. most like people I knew yeah. from Australia were all Asians. Because I think, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And even one didn't, was a toxic, very toxic. Like, even back in my dark days, he was one of those that I was like, man, we can't be friends. Like, God, I was like, no, no, he, he won't snap me out of it. I was like, no, we can't be friends. With
1: an Asian, Asian-Australian yeah. or, sorry? We're an Asian-Australian.
0: He, he was, he hated his own people and then hated
1: <laughs> Well, to be Africans. fair, that relationship is also very layered for yeah, them. it is. Similar yeah. to how, because they are, they were teased in the beginning because obviously there was less of them when they mm-hmm. moved up. To... Similar story to us. No, I, I, story I, I understand
0: was... it now but the, the way mm-hmm. he, he he was cool with me and I, I get why he was cool with me in the beginning but when he started opening up and I was like I, I don't understand I'm supposed to react to this because you're bashing mm-hmm. people who look like you and then yeah. It was well, like, hurt oh, no, people it's, it's, hurt people. it's the so, same, it's yeah. the same like, um, Africans, man, I don't like Africans. I was like, uh, I was born in Africa, man. Uh, I don't, I don't get it. Like, oh, no, 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 you're, different. you're different, man. You, you, you're, you're from, you, you are, you, yeah. you're you, American. I'm like, uh, oh. it's oh, like gross. I hate the Africans that come here and it's, it just went full into it. I was like, uh, I, I don't think this can continue anymore. <laughs> like <laughs> I revoked my invites to you to come stay with me when you come to America. Like, yeah, it's, it's done. It's over. Blocked. That's it, block your, all my stream media, you're gone. That was it. And he's still friends with people that I know. And they're like, oh, I don't believe he did. I was like, yeah, you're blocked too. Bye-bye. You're good, good. but Yeah, but it, I think that was like the first time it started dawning on me that there were people who I knew that hated, like, actual hate. Like, when the language, I can't even quote the whole language it was, but the, the language he was using, I think I was, like I said before we began recording, like, you know, the, I was in that bubble, like, yeah, I'm like, oh, you know, you can't be, we, 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 we're people of color, we're cool. Nah, this guy, when he opened up, I was like, whoa, I've known you for like three years. And it was just, it was brutal. But now I That's get it, cool I know approach. people, I've seen and met a bunch of people like that, I knew the ones who were hiding it, and I'm like, yeah, whenever, I hope you get the help that you need one day. It's, it's there's something down there that I, I there's you need help. That's it. That's all I can. I'm not a therapist. I can't fix it. It's not my job to fix it. But if you get help, and you want to come back to the, um, you want to bright come
3: side.
2: To,
0: yeah. Well, I don't know if I live on the bright side because uh, I kick you out if you misbehave. I like not kick you out. Like like literally, I kick you like full kicking. Get out. Uh, yeah, I don't have patience for for nonsense now. You know. So yeah, I'm I'm not opera uh, nice. No. 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 I'm go Goldberg, um, brutality. <laughs> no, 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 but we don't, we don't need to go there. But, yeah, so I, I think that was kind of an eye-opener for me, in, um, which, like, don't just jump into, oh, everybody Australian that you just meet. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then the person was like my Australian sister today. She's um, Australian-Colombian, and who knew that that's the person I would be closest to? And, yeah, so it's, it's fascinating how... It ends up working, but yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Australia is definitely a melting pot of different cultures, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of people from everywhere. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: So, uh, back to Rumbi. You go from South Africa. You, you, you was moving, man. You was moving. You move. You, yeah. You, you right from the beginning. You was. You sure your name didn't mean mover or, you know, uh, explorer or something, because, golly, no.
3: this woman been
0: moving. So you go South Africa, I'm trying to keep up now, South Africa, return back Zimbabwe, and then when did you decide this is it? Setting foot out, jetting out of the continent, you know, what, what made you take that decision?
2: Well, I knew I wanted to leave regardless, and I thought I would study, um, and that didn't pan out as I had intended, Um, so I was home kind of like thinking, what is my next move, and the opportunity came along for me to come to the Czech Republic, and yeah, I took it, so I think I was at a crossroads in my life where I'd done all I thought I could possibly do, and I just I needed a change. I wasn't happy anymore. Um, And kind of there was an itch that I needed to scratch, um, you know, and um, yeah, that's really how it happened and trying to see how best to do it because I felt stuck and I needed to kind of get out a little bit.
0: So before I get to your shock, your wow moment after arriving in, um, Prague oh no in Czech Republic, Czech Republic. Uh, was there a moment after you decided you were going that you were like man I'm going to Czech Republic like uh, is this why did I go Western Europe like you know the usual safe spots like, maybe with Germany or France or you know <laughs> Czech Republic girl what's wrong with me or something like you know you didn't ever have that
1: in that voice oh, think, of
2: Well, I think yeah. people, yeah, in that voice,
0: that, I that, think that, people, I people had
2: that question for me. Like, why didn't you come to England? I had some people ask, why didn't you go to England? Yeah. Why didn't you? I, I knew that I didn't want to just go somewhere because that's where everyone goes. I've always not, I've never been afraid to do things differently. The opportunity came for specifically here Um, And when I was younger, I had said I wanted to honeymoon in Prague. So there was also an interest there. I don't know how I knew about Prague or where I got that from.
0: But you did read a lot.
2: There was was an interest there already. So I think that's why it wasn't such a like, no, let me fight and go X, Y, Z. It was kind of like, well... This is an unusual place. No one's ever really done this. Are you sure? I mean, let's see and find out type of thing.
0: Hmm. I think I know how you knew of Prague without knowing how you knew of Prague. Hmm. You did read a lot of lots of books when you were younger, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's how you knew.
1: And I also watch a lot of T V, maybe too, so yeah, it was, it's I in the think books. Prague is one of those cities for people. It's like Prague, Paris, they have that vibe, that romance yeah. vibe. It, yeah, maybe. Prague, so it's in
0: the books, trust me. It's in the books. I read lots of books <laughs> and there are cities yeah. that I've I I I've read about as a kid that the you know, the name dropped when it was name dropped in books and Mm. life will take me a different route where I do less reading now as I did as a teenager when, you know, life yeah. used to beat me down a lot and I was really, really in a dark place at a moment in time. And then, you know, sometimes I'm, because America, we, we, we run out of, I don't know, we, we just photocopied names of cities and we name our cities after every other city in the world. And you go someplace and wait a minute, you see this name, why is this name here? And then you're like, how know I know this name? It's in your it's in your database from someone yeah, you know it and you're like sure. this place is supposed to be and then you call the country it, well, How did I know this I've never been to that country how do I know it? it's but mm-hmm. it's from books it's not even from by the time you see it in a TV show you're like yeah I read knew this place you, you, mm-hmm. you but you know it's it's I, there are so many books that I've read that uh, sorry that I read as a kid that I can't even tell you the titles I can't even tell you I but but one like now sometimes I do books on Audible. and Sometimes I mistakenly get the books that I've read as a kid, and I'm, like, why is it this guy gonna do this? This guy, I'm like, wait a minute, why am I? I know this book. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm like, I wasted my my credits on this, and then yeah, so I, I, <laughs> yeah, good. it's it's from it's something which probably you had deposited in your brain, and you didn't you yeah. didn't even realize it. So,
2: and I think I guess it's one of those things you you manifest. They say, it's yeah, kind of like you want to be somewhere, and then you manifest and you think you're gonna do x but it leads you to this manifestation and you don't even realize that you had manifested when you said you wanted it's yeah life
0: is like is mm.
2: special like that see
0: yeah. I, I wish I, I knew people like you guys back you know back in the days when i was like i'm gonna be traveling and doing some crazy adventures and then i was like uh but what if I do all this traveling? I won't be able to buy a house, and I won't be able to.
3: <laughs> I won't
0: be able to. Um, I won't, I won't, mm. Yeah, yeah. I, because that, at one point in time, I had that itch, and I just yeah, I'm gonna do this, and I'm like, ah, but you know what? Maybe somebody should come with me, and yeah. And then mm-hmm. yeah. But I, re- I really wish that. Yeah, I, I'm. A, I I love that you you made it happen, and you went to Czech Republic because oh, I, I could I could imagine myself back then trying to do some of my trips and somebody like, "What? You want to go where? You want to go again? Ain't no black mm-hmm. people there." Now now I know mm-hmm. better. But then it was like, "Ain't no black. Why you want to go there?" Mm-hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> so, you go to Czech Republic and what was your first wow moment?
2: They don't speak English, like they really don't speak English. Like They don't learn anything in English. Like I was thinking, and it sounds so silly, but I was thinking like, you know, I could not have imagined learning mathematics or science in Shona on Debele. Like that's just wild to me. But it showed me really how Western washed, if Mm -hmm. I can call it that, our society is. And we think everything revolves around English speaking. And it's really like, oh, there's whole worlds functioning without, you know that influence. Um, I was also amazed at how green and how beautiful it was because you hear of Central Europe. I don't know what you think, but it's not, at least for me, I didn't really think it was going to be so scenic and such a variation. They've got, you know, they don't really call it mountain. They say they have hills because they're not very high, but like you have hills and then you have some lakes and it's, I was taken aback by how beautiful it was. Mm. And also, how, how, what, what's the word? Sporty people are like they're very in their leisure time. They go ride bikes. They go hiking. They like that's life to them. They go for walks.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: Amanda and I have inside joke about walking. Just you know, no purpose on no purpose. <laughs> just go for a walk. But <laughs> things like that, like, really took me aback. Or um, yeah, and. Um, How Budweiser really the name and origins are in Czech Republic, and then America took it and ran with it. Because I lived initially in that town, so just there were so many things. And how involved fathers are, I would see dads pushing prams just alone with kids. Sometimes they have two kids. I was like, "Where's mom?" Like you know, coming from a patriarchal society, it's Mm -hmm. like you know. So there were a lot of random things that I was just like taken aback by and it humbled me to be like you know your perspective and view of the world is very limited you need to open it up always
0: yeah Uh, she. this this is why I I'm glad that I evolved the the guests that I bring to the podcast and we get to hear people's experiences and you know and learn, because, yeah, Budweiser, yeah, I, I be judging Budweiser every time I see Budweiser. Like, man, I, I'm, I'm not messing with this beer, man, this beer is, nah, it's not beer. Trust anymore. me,
2: the original is not that uh, watered down, I don't know what, I don't know. They're very proud of their beer here and many other things. They're also proud of things outside of just being known for beer. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but trust me, the, yeah, it's not the same <laughs>
0: Yeah, and uh, when you mentioned the spotty side of things, uh, I think that's the reason why I can't uh, officially move to Europe. Well, unofficially move. I can't say officially. Unofficially. Because mm-hmm. I was um, ready to qu- quit America if Trump had won re-election because uh, yeah, it wouldn't have been safe for a black person like me. And mm-hmm. most especially, like I would have been able to survive as a black dude. Uh, but my uh, ex-military, yeah, mm-hmm. certain ways I would have survived. But if I was single... No, not a dad, yes, it would, be, it would have been a lot easier. Mm. Uh, but now that I have a daughter, it changes what I have to, um, the, the lens I'm willing to go. And I have to think about my daughter first and what kind of world she has to grow up in. So, yeah, yeah I was willing to move because my missus is from Germany and uh, northwestern part. And every time I come to Germany, it's like, ah, man, those people love bicycles. Man, I go to Amsterdam, everybody riding bicycles. I'm so like, I don't know how to mm-hmm. ride a bicycle you you y'all going to make someone I have to learn how to ride bicycle and then can't go anywhere. But I'm, that's, that's the reason why I love New York. You know, Everybody walks here. You can walk wherever, yeah. you know. And I'm, I'm fine with that. You know, back in the days when I couldn't afford a bus fare, hey, we're going to walk. That's it. So yeah. easy for me to adapt to that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, Well, bicycle, like, come on. Now they've changed my street. They just upgraded my street now. It's a one-way street, bicycle lane. We're finally catching up. And... <laughs> Yeah, Europe is like ah oh, man y'all you yeah. love y'all love spotty stuff there.
2: Yeah, but, they do. They um,
0: really I do. I would have um, yeah i probably would have had eight packs by now i still have my one pack so it's still good funny
2: thing is they don't necessarily have eight packs
0: no um, i know i know but i'm saying me i would have had eight packs by now if oh, i was you in europe yourself, yeah yes. yeah mm-hmm. but um sure yeah mm-hmm. maybe the beer would have counted it too who knows but we'll yeah, leave that that, that the is a science counter-end. experiment to be found out later on but uh
3: mm.
0: yeah but I, I do love all that every, every time i'm in europe and um I still plan on coming to Central Europe. I haven't been to Central Europe yet. I've flown over it. And uh, yeah, it's something that now that my daughter is getting older and she's cool with chilling with her grandparents, so I can go dump her there. Bye. And <laughs> I'm free to go on my tour and can begin. Maybe I'll yeah. learn how to ride a bicycle. I use the, what they call it? The, the moped, the motor, moped. The scooter? This, well, the one Motorbike? the one you stand on I don't do motorbikes scooter yeah it's yeah.
2: like a scooter is that like... called a scooter? the
0: one, no, one, one when you... you stand yeah that you stand on I don't think
2: it's
1: not a
0: scooter wow I, don't
2: know what I thought sc- it is a scooter no no, really?
1: no scooter you can see yeah sit. I thought scooter you see though. On. there's ones where you can like, oh like I thought scooter bike. is like a Vespa too like a, like a moped or something
0: yeah oh. something of a, oh, well, I, I guess I,
1: I would still call it a
0: scooter I, I, feel, I feel really old I
1: now. think it's moped
0: jeez <laughs> Times times have changed. I'm I'm really old. Jesus. (laughs) Anyway, let's uh, move on from making Czech Republic look so sexy to you know the tourists. The tourism industry can't pay me to, you know. Uh, Oh, one quick question: Um, when you were both of you were moving out of the continent, do you remember the airlines that you took?
1: To come to Australia, or yeah,
0: your airline for when you moved to Perth and your uh, and Ruby's airline that she took to Czech Republic. I'm asking this question because we have all of us who came to America have an airline that brought the majority of people to, towards America. So if it's that <laughs> same airline, they owe me money. They owe me money. Come sponsor this podcast too. I'm trying to get money, from <laughs> everybody. but I'm just curious to see what airline. If you remember the airlines that you guys took to um czech republic and um and australia
1: Uh, my very first flight to australia was british there's a little british airways that goes from harare to johannesburg and then johannesburg to perth would have been i'm sure it wasn't no south african airways yeah
0: Oh, okay
2: mine i think was uh, etihad or emirates i think it was emirates
0: oh okay yeah okay it's not I'm the airline not sure. they, they got they escaped this time so oh, wait how how long was the flight from um south africa to to perth i think it's like a 13 hour
1: flight
0: oh not bad hmm. from johannesburg to perth yeah. yeah from johannesburg yeah i was i don't know i was feeling like might be Way longer than that. I'm just wondering how many movies will I watch? Wait.
1: But that's like the most expensive one now because it's direct. So a lot of people now just go with Emirates. So you go Zimbabwe, Harare, sorry, to Dubai, Dubai to Perth because that's cheaper.
0: Oh, wait. I'm, I'm trying to picture so you the, go up the map and then yeah. come
1: back down.
0: Yeah, go up, come back down. Isn't that longer?
1: So instead, of, instead of just going, well, yeah, it is, but that's why it's cheaper.
0: So wait, from Dubai, you fly direct to
1: to Perth, yeah. To Perth, Dubai flies oh. directly to all uh, well,
0: anywhere wherever you're going to in Australia. So let's say Perth, uh, you in, where where are you now in Australia?
1: I'm in uh, Ma- Melbourne. Melbourne.
0: Okay, so from mm. Dubai to Melbourne, how long is that?
1: Ooh, that's much longer. So Dubai to Perth, I think it's like 11. Then Dubai to Melbourne is like 15.
0: 11 and
1: 15. It's fur- further
0: Ooh. down. I've never, I think the longest flight I've flown yeah. was when I was in the military. And we fl- I flew from Norfolk to Manama, Bahrain. And the only reason why that flight was ridiculously long, I think it was almost 24 hours. But what made it long was because you, we, we had to stop at like multiple countries, drop people off. And then stop, yeah. So, you know, yeah. I think
1: my longest has been 17, Rio de Janeiro um, and Dubai. Oh that's a goodness. long flight you like wake up and you're like uh i'm still in the- yes yeah, i
0: don't know it's if like i can because I, I i don't normally sleep on the plane i just watch all the movies that i know i'm not gonna watch i'm not gonna pay <laughs> money to see and then i can criticize them or make fun of the people who like hardcore fans of those movies so i use a long plane flight my long flights for now then usually i think the longest like seven eight hours or nine hours that I normally do. So I just catch up on all the movies. Like, oh, these are the movies you guys are talking about? All right, I'm 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 ready now. As soon as I land, guess what? I'm in town. I'm going to talk trash about your movie now. I'm, 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 I'm not going to talk trash about anybody's movie before somebody says, oh, this is why. This is why you don't like Batman. I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Batman fans, insufferable people. But we're not talking about Batman. But anyway, now let's move on to your professional lives. So who shall we start with? Um, let's start with our forensic toxicologist. Bring back the heels, please. Can I start a petition to bring back the heels?
1: What is the bring back the heels thing? What's that petition? Uh, (laughs) Because in my bio, like you know, on CSI, okay, like oh yes,
2: (laughs) yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, why does he
1: want about the? It's 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 like a joke because obviously working in the lab, you you can't, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, I, when I read it in the bio, I was like, oh, that, that's that's true. I was like, yeah, that's one of those things that I've, I, do, I do notice in television shows and movies. Like, mm. how the hell are you doing they this hear- job? And... You know the mm-hmm. first time a friend mentioned that like yeah it's like oh wait you do you you're doing all this and this is how you dress and they're like wow and then i was like, oh that's a movie that that's why you know it's mm-hmm. that's why you know it's a movie <laughs>
1: Glamor- glamorizing jokes.
0: yeah yeah because yeah, yeah and then you meet the people who do it in real life they're like yeah if you're not know, wearing the sneakers like oh, yeah i'm like okay so but since i said now nah, i can't stop saying bring back the heels but um
3: yeah. <laughs> don't
0: don't beat me up. Don't come after me and say, "How dare you, people?" But no. So, um, how did um, did did you get a practice being a forensic toxicologist while in, um, in 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 Czech Republic? Or was that only? on the african continent oh,
1: in australia in australia i'm oh, um, sorry in australia
0: I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: there's I'm, like two types of forensic toxicology so you're yeah. gonna either do the government which is what you guys would have typically seen on csi mm-hmm. where they do crime scenes and all that or you can do private which is what i do so obviously Uh, this is where visas come into it Uh, when you finish school you like okay i want to go for those jobs but those some jobs are only offered for citizens or you know or they won't be able to give you a visa or such and such so i never never then ended up going down the crime scene government route okay um then i just went into private sector which is um all to do with drugs like testing people for drugs and analyzing drugs how drugs are affecting the community all that so it's like the boring i suppose or the very technical side of toxicology whereas the police work is more the practical side of it where it's like you're actually going to crime scenes and looking at things so it just depends Mm. for me the choice was already made being zimbabwean in australia with not being a citizen it was like well you're not going to do that because you have to work with the government and government jobs are only offered to citizens, Just citizens. so that decision was pretty much taken out of my hands uh, in terms oh. of career i could have become a said well now i'm a citizen i could have circled back but the time you go into private sector it's like you work a certain way so
0: you're eating the forbidden fruit that's what you mean yeah
1: like, well oh, over here actually open. the forbidden <laughs> actually yeah in this Australia, the government jobs are the forbidden fruit because they're much slower. <laughs> Their pace is much I slower. That, um, I think that's everywhere. I think that's everywhere. The hierarchies, the pay gaps, the, this is so much more red tape. So if the you want to move and mm-hmm. make money moves, yeah, you have to go private. So. Yeah, but
0: it's still the forbidden fruit. That, that's mm. I, I know why I said the forbidden fruit, because I've, <laughs> I've done federal, I've done... Uh, private sector and it's like mm. yeah there's yeah we, you see the difference and you know you, you're just like yeah you've eaten forbidden fruit it's like <laughs> i
3: know <laughs> I
0: can't yeah back. i
1: don't think i could have gone i mean sometimes <laughs> i think and also government jobs are contracted so oh wow you, like if you if you jump over and yeah. then uh, like fun, if they don't have funding for that year or you vote for the wrong political party it affects your job yeah Mm. so then I didn't want to have that risk again being Zimbabwean you don't want to be like, I, I, oh, yeah, I would I
0: have thought that a job like yours would have been um, what's the word I'm looking for like top priority so would have yeah,
1: um, it is in terms of the need, but it might not be in terms of staffing. Okay. So they'll be like, oh, yeah, we've got 10 million for crime scenes this year under this government. Yeah. But then the next year or four years later, a different government will come in and they'll be like, oh, I actually want to redirect that money to. So obviously, I mean, some people have to be made redundant. OK, so it it it's, not so, it's not so secure. So it usually is tied to, at the most, at things like 18, 24-month contracts. And I didn't want that for my life, like every two years worrying if yeah. I'm going to have yeah. my job or not. So okay. I just private... I actually private worked well for non-citizens, which is what I started.
0: As. All right. So um, jumping over to Czech Republic. So, um, Rumbi, you got to fulfill your dream of being in Prague. Mm-hmm. And you're still... Teaching English, are you... Yes. Okay. I am. And mm-hmm. um, how in general, how how's that experience being like? Like if someone is, cause for me, I uh, there's a channel that I used to full on uh on YouTube, uh, Black Experience uh, in Japan. Yeah, Black Experience Japan, and it was a lot of black people who um, from everywhere. it wasn't limited to just United States who moved to Japan, and like the first thing for majority of them was to go teach English and that's how they mm-hmm. got into Japan and started their way mm-hmm. there so um like one of the biggest uh tiktokers in Japan is a black young guy who teaches English to kindergarten kids So very very mm-hmm. nice guy great great guy when it comes to teaching I love the stuff he puts out I'm not mm-hmm. on tiktok but his Instagram I follow him and so what has that experience been like and if someone is listening it's like oh I would love to get into teaching English, well, what, what, what advice would you give to them?
2: So. so it depends where you come from, right? So there are people who teach English from the U S England, um, Ireland, Sweden, depends where you come from. So my experience is very different to my colleagues who are from the U S and, yeah. you know, so that's the first thing. Um, I think it's interesting because people don't think that uh, Africans can speak English as a native language. So it's a lot. Of, it's very educational. Your mm. role will a lot of the times be more than just educating and teaching the language. It's about educating on, you know, if you're black, black culture, where you come from, Africa's not a country. We're not all, you know, on the, we don't all look like the adverts for UNICEF or whatever, WHO, you know, with the fly on the kid and like, you know, (laughs) Mm. that typical. So there's kind of like a discrepancy. People struggle to connect the idea of you being African, being Black and not being poverty stricken. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of that, I find my job is a lot of that and kind of exposing people to that in terms of the actual work it's it's a lot of work you i was speaking to my colleague the other day and i was saying you can't do this if you do not like it Mm. it's you it'll be short-lived and i think that's why a lot of people do it for just a year and then leave or like um yeah you have to but yeah a lot of red tape a lot of bureaucracy you know, holding our green bomber as we call our passports, like mm-hmm. the, the Zim passport. It's, it's it's a different yeah. There's yeah. But it's good. I I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's there's so many stories to tell. So much you go through. It's like a roller coaster of emotions and yeah. you feel it's rewarding. Like you know when you see here people are like, oh teaching is so rewarding. I was like, yeah, whatever. I never saw myself doing this. To be honest,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but it really is. Um, um, but it's it's not a walk in the park. I'll tell you that. When they say teachers get two months off during the summer, oh my gosh, they're so lucky. It's like they need it. It's,
0: yeah. It's a, yeah, yeah, um, great. From my interactions with teachers here, and from what I've seen with the treatment of teachers here, I'm. I'm like yeah they do need more than two months to be honest and
1: mm-hmm.
0: so yeah I'm, uh, especially
1: in a pandemic doing yeah. it online no. oh
0: that's so right i mean i'm a big advocate uh for for teachers getting their reward on earth not in heaven that's me mm. yeah, that's I, be, I believe in it's uh yeah, yeah. So sure. pay them I mean, right yes. too pay them right mm. i'm, I'm being saying there's no money to pay teachers like yeah right you yeah. cut your paycheck and give it to them yeah <laughs> um yeah yeah, so um thank you amanda for bringing that point up um so what what has the whole um um, teaching in a pandemic experience been like
2: adapt or die it's like these kids Mm -hmm. gotta learn what are you gonna do all right and i think you really see how being i felt for the parents Mm -hmm. in a way because you know, as a parent, you have children also depending on systems being in place. My child will go to school. They will have that care and, you know, trying to work. So I think it was interesting to witness you'd have parents just put their kids in front of the computer and just like really breathe a deep sigh of relief. Um, but it was entertaining. It involved a lot of dancing, a lot of hyping kids up, doing virtual PE lessons with kids, Um being creative with your lessons um yeah somehow I'm I think I'm grateful that I was born you know at the cusp you know just right about near the digital age like I was pre-digital and in you know what I mean because the internet really took off in the 90s if, if, if I'm correct so I'm not afraid to adapt in that way so it wasn't I know some people struggled a lot more uh, with teaching online, but yeah, you just have to figure it out. It is a lot more work to get their attention, Mm -hmm. convey things, things happen a lot slower, but I was just grateful that we were able to still work and still, you know, do what we do. But man, it's been real, it's been a real Mm
3: -hmm.
0: So now uh, the kids back in school,
2: Yes, so they are back, we're back full time at school. This is um, quite a long time, because last year we were already in lockdown at this point, I think. Um, But we are going into more restrictions now. You know how the virus goes in waves as you go out of summer into winter, where our cases are spiking at the moment. So yeah, we just wait on government to advise what's going to happen.
0: maybe we'll be back at it is there um do you guys do the mask mandate
2: so not not yet but i think they're going to implement it we did do it for a while up until i don't know i don't know when well personally i did it until near june wearing masks like teaching with masks on um and then that was lifted and i think we might go back right into that but it's very hard to teach language with a mask on it's mm. a very difficult thing to do yeah. but you do what you gotta do
3: mm. all right
0: i respect you for that it's not uh it's not easy it's mm. not easy but uh, hey if i if i could start a career right now it's teaching yeah if i could i don't know what i will teach i don't know what like, if
3: yeah. if i
0: could get it i don't know that's definitely something that i would i wish i could get into to be mm. honest Yeah. So um, part of your lives, is not just all about work. You guys are also, um, there's intercultural, interracial marriage and uh, dealing with the pandemic, dealing with being outside of the um, country and continent of your birth. Uh, How do you guys relax? You know, how do you find time to relax and what do you do for relaxation?
2: I'm not yet yes. married. I'm
0: engaged. Uh, interracial relationship. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. engaged. And congratulations on your en- engagement. Thank
2: you. Thank
0: you. And <laughs> so, how do you and find time you. to relax? <laughs> and um yeah, and what do you do for relaxation?
1: Oh, I do a lot of different things. Oh, a lot. Things, I, I want to learn. learn. Um, but probably my top three are obviously watching um some series or a movie roomby insecure We gas- starting this Sunday girl and- girl girl, girl. you see so <laughs> there we go uh that's definitely and then um obviously catching up with friends like roomby even if it's like uh online or in person for brunch or something but yeah a lot of just getting my nails done just the typical there's nothing that I do for self-care that's very I guess Regimented. different to most people or regimented is this what you feel like i mean the pandemic really sucked because travel is always a good escape and self-care for me as well and yeah. being grounded for like a year and a half in one place is something that i've n- never experienced as i said when i was growing up I used to travel so it's like mm. yeah this has been the most time i spent in one place uh, without seeing another so was, that probably is the one self-care thing that i really noticed i missed
2: a lot yeah i'm the same as amanda like i like to watch a lot of like mindless tv youtube is a big thing for me i love watching youtube shows i don't know where it came from but because i think a lot if i can watch something where my brain doesn't have to operate at its usual level Mm -hmm. um that's it for me switch Um, off uh, amanda forgot to mention she's heavy on fitness like she exercises a lot she's really no. good um okay she, I she, 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 think might, I she think
1: might inspire me I think, I think i think of it yeah care i know when you when you think of it like that
0: yeah so what does she do cycling or the, um, um, what that um what's that um, the, the iron man race or no, oh, no girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> girl. She she the, just the gym
0: okay no, she, i have to inter- check <laughs>
1: Yeah, not iron man
0: yeah. but she's really yeah.
2: focused she's downplaying it but she's she's focused like,
0: I, I could i could tell she's downplaying yeah it. She's, like, like, she's a focus
2: so i try work out when i can when i'm motivated but yeah uh, you running, and i on the
0: same boat yeah.
2: running has been my general thing i i generally enjoy but um, um yeah reading uh i don't read as much as i used to for sure um, but I enjoy escaping in that way, watching series and shows no, for but,
0: sure. No, you, got, you got to name some series, can't you? Can't just say watching. Uh, a
2: insecure. Okay. starting this in October. We we ready. Um, I may destroy you was a show I really Ooh, enjoyed. Yeah, I, 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 I have to
0: watch and finish. Yeah. I may destroy you. And
2: really, really good. Uh, clickbait. Uh, just finished Squid Game, like Ooh. everyone else.
0: I, I want to do uh-huh. a Squid Game episode just yeah. on Squid Ooh, Game. Oh,
2: interesting. Yes. Yeah, it, me, it gave me Lord of the Flies vibes. Like, mm. you know, like, what does humanity become when we are pushed to the point yeah Yeah, to lose? Because I think a lot of people kind of just freak out, oh, my gosh, it's just really, it's disgusting. But for me, it was more than that. It was the psychology behind it. I was exactly, like,
0: exactly. Yeah. That, that, that's why yeah. it's, it's great stuff. I don't yeah. know if you saw the yeah. movie, uh, Parasite, the Korean no, movie. No, I Yeah.
1: Not. yeah. Oh, you I should watch it,
0: Rumbi. Yeah. Co- co- people People have been sleeping now. on Korean stuff. People are yeah, sleeping. Yeah, Korean.
1: Because when they won the Oscar, I was like, oh, that's a, that's like, okay, let me see what that's about. Then, whoa, Parasite yeah. Yeah, was good. So, okay, th- their the social
0: commentary it. that they drop in their artwork yeah. is like, smart. Yeah. Yeah. That's Arabic. is Montaza, Montaza. It's, it's really like
3: good.
0: yeah. So o- old boy good. is another favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's at the end. Wait, old boy. Uh, there's two old boys. One is the American remake by Spike Lee. I don't know what Spike Lee was thinking. It, it's terrible. That's terrible. Uh, I love Spike Lee, but <laughs> I won't watch that one. Don't then. watch that one. Watch the original. It's the, the but South isn't Korean it amazing? one.
2: Amazing for me. I think Squid Game, um, Money Heist. It's really showing us, like, the world that the Hollywood isn't. There's more to Hollywood. Like, yeah. there's more than Hollywood. You know what but I mean? Like, that that's why like, I love
0: streaming. That's why I love yeah. Netflix existing. Streamy yes, I don't like the, the yeah. I don't. There's the Dave Chappelle thing. I'm not in support of that. But that aside, let's. If Netflix had not come out and started with my my yeah. favorite show, is Still Sense Eight, I know many people mm. didn't watch it, and I'm like, you should have. We would have still had it. And I attack people for that. But oh. uh, this because if you watch sense it's sense it the way that show the 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 is is wild. It's wild. But I yeah, love it. Yeah. But yeah. it it was one that tried to tackle diversity in a weird way that people mm. I don't think people's minds could compre- comprehend it. And mm. But Netflix came out and were like, okay, they could have just done, okay, we're gonna do House of Cards. No, white people only are the stars. White people are the only stories we're gonna be telling, mm. and they would have been fine. But they were like, okay, we're gonna be different because we want to challenge mm. the big houses that exist. So yeah. everybody has stories. Bring everybody stories. Yeah. Now you have uh um what's the South African show Queen uh Blood. Queen Queen Sono, Queen uh, Sono. Queen Blood, Sono. And water. Blood and Water. And water. Mm. There are stories yeah. from everywhere. We haven't even touched yeah. the African gods, uh, the mythologies. Yeah. You know, we, mm. everybody knows the yeah. Greek gods. We, we, everybody knows Greek gods all the time. I'm like, uh, how many gods are in Africa? You can mm. tell movies from that. You can tell series from yeah. that. that Amina movie is movie. coming out this month. Amina is one of the most, the most popular queen in Nigeria, in Northern oh, wow. Nigeria. But a end. woman cannot mm. rule where she's from today. That woman mm. took over Northern part of Nigeria, created a mini empire, and mm. a woman can't rule where she's from today because no. they found religion. And there's uh, a woman, a woman stay in the house. The president of Nigeria is from that part of Nigeria too. And it's like That's a woman crazy. belongs in the other room and it's crazy. But if we don't bring these stories out, somebody has to put yeah. it out. So they have film, yeah. um, the film, African Film Festival in uh, Burkina Faso is um, Quagadugu. Mm. That's where they used to have it but because of the pandemic and the unfortunate situation in Burkina Faso was postponed. There are a lot of creators whose work has been, mm. you know, not recognized. I think French markets has always recognized some of the French-speaking guys. But there are so many. Now yeah. people are like, oh, Maasai, yeah. oh, Maasai, we love Lupin, Even though mm. there's only one black guy that's the main star in it. But there are yeah. so many ways you can tell the stories because, I like I said, black people are not, we're not limited to one. We are not one.
2: And that's the thing. Lit? I think that's the most, the, the thing that's at the core of, me and i think us with our podcast is Mm -hmm. layered is that we are not one there's no one black story that's right when you can't see your story being told like maybe let's share and you know maybe it can touch someone and feel connect connect someone because i think the biggest mistake or unfortunate thing for us as black people we've lived in silos thinking we are the only ones going through these experiences and living this, you know, reality. But when you start sharing, it's like, man, it's not only me and there's power and support and understanding and holding hands and saying like, let's go forward. Like there's more to it. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I think we're living at such a beautiful, beautiful time because we are also at the age where we've seen what it was without. And so mm. we can appreciate having, it's it's amazing. Yeah, it, it really is.
0: is. So you just mentioned, you know, we kind of jumped ahead, and well, since we already started mentioning it, you know, I failed to mention in the beginning, I would mentioned that you guys are content creators, but I didn't mention what content you were making, which was another yeah. error on my part. So forgive me for that. But you guys have an awesome podcast called It's Layered. So yeah. normally I do a plug-in at the very end of the episode, but we, we're already here, so let, let, let's go ahead and talk about your fantastic mm-hmm. podcast. How do you guys come up with the name? How do you guys decide to get started with the podcast and bridge the gap between two continents, different time zones, and make something as awesome as your podcast and bring it to the world?
1: Well, thank you for um saying that it's awesome. It's really lovely to hear for it us. Is. It we're is. Still, we're still getting used to uh knowing we actually have a working and thriving podcast. <laughs> um, but really, it was just the conversations Rumbi and I have had over the course, as we explained, of our predominantly long-distance uh, friendship. Um, and, you know, you just think to yourself, well, do people relate to some of the things we're going through? Maybe we're not alone. Let's, mm. let's really delve into it. I mean, we've talked about so many topics on this episode itself, but each of them is almost like, we leave it there, but we don't actually get to go really deep, obviously time allowing. So I think this was our chance to just geek out and like really get into the nitty gritties of different topics that have um, we have come across as women, as Black women, as women not living at home, as women trying to hold on to our heritage, but also seeing a brand new world. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so the name It's Layered" obviously came about in the this- it actually describes what we're talking about right everything we talk about has layers to it so yeah. that's really how that all came about Rumbi, yeah, anything we would you just,
2: yeah we would just say things like oh it's so layered and we'd have these long conversations our catch-ups just as friends honestly like talking about so many things and feeling like this oh it can't only be us and
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know just throwing out the idea oh, we should start a podcast and saying it a few times I think and then Amanda would be like, when you're ready, let me know. And then she was like, so when are we starting this podcast? And I was like, oh, we're really doing this. So it really just happened, you know, as organically as you can think. Like, it Mm -hmm. was just by virtue of us, you know, having great conversations and wanting to kind of hear if our perspectives, if we can't be the only ones who feel this way. Mm -hmm. Um, And the rest is we hope to one day truly say is history, you know, that
0: we make some form of history you guys are not the only ones who feel that way i enjoy your content and i believe others do and i'm glad that you guys took that step of putting it out there because that's the thing that holds a whole lot of us back you know Mm. i should begin oh maybe i wait until everything is perfect Mm. you know but you guys Mm. went out there and started and i hope you guys continue to Make more awesome content, and you know, keep the consistency going. Because yeah, we need we need your voices. We need to keep hearing about you guys and from you guys. So um, I know you. you're also involved with uh, Black African Woman Network. Um, what's that about too?
2: Um, so that is a network, basically wanting to showcase the Black African woman as we are um, our unique experience. Again, we're not, you know, homogenous. There's so many facets to us. So this was actually a platform that my sister created, uh, which started as a blog and then the, we used to do events and um, and then it evolved over time uh, to deciding to create content, especially through the pandemic and just, yeah, giving other black African women a, a platform and a chance to hold the mic and create in whatever form and shape and so we were asked to create some content for them um, as it's layered. Um, and, yeah, we just finished a special oh. on their YouTube uh, uh, YouTube channel. Sorry. Okay. Um, and yeah, it was just talking about a lot to do with relationships, relationships with others, relationships with ourselves. We talked about, we had a panel of women and a, a, another panel with some gentlemen talking about expectations. It was called layered expectations, um, expectations around relationships, dating, finances, whatever it may be. So it was really, really insightful and and we really enjoyed being a part of that.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I mm. just thought of someone who, um, she fits your interest in YouTube videos. And I think mm-hmm. she also qualifies for the black African woman network. So I will <laughs> definitely connect you with her. So and, and, and any other person who I think of, I will connect you with them too. So beginning to wrap it up, I appreciate both of you giving me your time. I know it was, um, a lot you guys had to sacrifice to give me this awesome episode. So, uh. Two fun questions we have to go to. I always give every guest <laughs> these questions, and I would love to also have you guys back again, maybe for the Squid Game episode. Well, as we call it, every yeah, black every, yeah, we, every, we got, every black comments. person in America <laughs> says Squid Games. That's how I say it yeah. now. I've, 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 yeah. I've had to catch myself. I said, oh, Squid Games, and then I was like, wait, why did I say Squid Games? Then mm. somebody say you're black. I said, oh, yeah, I guess it's a black thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um. Let's say I come to Prague or Melbourne. No, I've never been to both places, but I arrived there now. What's the first thing you say I have to eat? Svichkova. Mm. It's
2: a, a traditional Czech meal. It's uh, dumplings with uh, sauce and with meat. Um, and you can have it. Uh, sometimes they put like cranberry sauce and cream on top. It's a very typical, classic meal. Oh, okay. dumplings you have
0: to have something with dumplings oh wow mm-hmm. okay I'm, I'm down definitely down with that and amanda...
1: amanda's like what melbourne is yeah. so. What this is good? this is a culinary capital so yeah. <laughs> i don't even know whatever you want is uh, what you no, can no 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 like, no no, no. what <laughs> amanda um, i there's nothing coming,
0: i came straight to you i just arrived in melbourne you picked me up you're like i'm like Amanda, let's do this. What? Well, I got to eat. I'm hungry. I did not eat on the plane for some reason. I don't know why. I'm hungry. I'm famished. Feed me.
1: I'll probably take it to a Brazilian steakhouse. So if you're not a meat eater, ooh. then... Ooh. That might be a problem, oh but goodness. if you want to know where I would take you, that's yeah. where I would take you: Argentinian okay. or Brazilian state.
0: Argentinian husband. or Brazilian, those people gonna start fighting. Huh? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. pick, pick me first. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Argent- like other, Argentinians though,
0: yeah. <laughs> and Brazilians go after Amanda. You know, she, yeah. She, she, <laughs> she couldn't even pick one of you. She, she, she. she I'm yeah. Ready for the smoke? Start the fight. Okay. Start the fight. <laughs> I
1: like your meat, <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, there's
1: so there's so much here. Like, really, every day. You can wake up and go and get so which one is your favorite is,
0: though
1: uh my personal favorite is actually so dumplings so oh, okay. uh, chinese cuisine yeah or or sushi Japanese. Oh my
0: well. go- <laughs> look i don't want to start world war one what I'm is going a- on you got i'm a
1: foodie i like it i'm all. a foodie give too to
0: i'm a foodie i don't i don't
1: pick sides <laughs> i i'm very okay. like my husband's always saying it's easy to take me out on a date because for a girl I'm, i'll eat anything
0: well that, that that's kind of, he can take me out on a date too i'm like that too. i ain't gonna lie mm. Mm. <laughs> i'm not picky i'm not picky
1: at all i'm not picky at all so i can't right. give you one answer
0: okay so the final fun question um I know both of you, you might not want to admit it publicly, but I, I'll go ahead and admit it on your behalf. You both dance. You know, you got the moves. It's obvious. <laughs> uh, you know, because from your voice, I can tell.
1: How so, is it obvious?
0: It's obvious. Don't worry. We've also uh, mentioned
1: it on our podcast. Uh, we uh, did
0: we every, every, everyone who's appeared on my podcast, you got the moves. That's why you're here. Okay, we, don't, sure. we don't bring moveless people here. Uh,
1: so, oh, rhythm, rhythm. Yeah, you got
0: the <laughs> rhythm. Yes. So, I need. You and this is not even enough time, but I need you to dance for at least one hour. Give us three artists that will keep you dancing for an hour, Ooh. and you can't you can't be cheating by giving us Beyonce or the Drake. Mm-hmm. No 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 no, that's American. Stay, stay We have I'm I'm doing the Trump thing. Now. I've built a wall. That coming, like we can't come into our wall give us mm. from your give us from either your place give, give you 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 have your artists. give us your the ones we don't you know give, you, give us something yeah yeah so for yeah, an hour yes but it would happen that, that's no. to even too little because i'm pretty sure you guys if i say if we do the party now you guys will dance like five hours straight Me, me i'll be ah, I'm, I, can't, I can't i'm going to the choice <laughs>
1: i'm spoiled for choice so i'm obviously i'm nigerian at heart when it comes hey. to
0: the music so really cool uh, i would nice definitely
1: here. have to have burner up oh, in there goodness. if i want to dance boy. for an Bonner
0: hour boy again.
1: i would have to have tiwa savage up in there if i want to <laughs> dance for an <laughs> hour this is serious from zimbabwe i would have to have japresia in there if i want to dance for an hour from south africa anything by dj Mapolisa, yes. i yes. would dance yeah. for an hour okay. cool. so wait, those know,
0: are my Ma- wait why, why you say his name is dj Mapolisa? Mapo-risa. Mapo-risa. Maporisa Okay, I think I have that DJ in my in my. plate. My playlist. DJ has police, people. I guess it would
2: translate mm. into something ah. maybe.
0: I might have that yeah. DJ. Is I'm a piano or Yeah. Okay. Those I guys. might have like I have a lot of I'm a piano so. Mm. Okay, so Tiwa Savage and uh, he's
3: making voice.
0: notes. he's Like, yeah. You,
1: uh,
0: you, you know, burner boy, boy, and myself living the same. Area. He's from my. He's from the Potaka boy.
1: It's from your state? We are both right? Potaka boys. It's yeah. like me and Lucky Dube. Exactly.
0: Well, right. well, we won't go that far. We, go, we lived in the same. Estate. He's like, your boy. If I, if I hadn't he's left Potaka in 20, 20, 2007 we probably would have uh, crossed each other's paths. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, yes. we have our personal um, beef We have our simple mm. beef. How
1: beautiful is Afro beats though at the moment? Yeah, like these kids amazing. are so lucky. Like to actually go to a club and like dance to music from where you're from. oh yeah, that amazing. would have, that's just amazing. Mm. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't go to clubs anymore. I don't do clubbing. Mister, uh, I do if my club You Can't go, go to
1: clubs anymore. It gives me one.
0: headaches. And I don't like standing in line for when I'm paying money to get in. Why well, I got to stand I in line. I must
1: say, American clubbing is a bit ghetto. It's different. What? It's a different world. What? Yeah, you, got, it, you guys are I mean, segregated. Uh, 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 like, you're very much like, if you don't have money, then it's not a good night out. Whereas, mm-hmm. I don't know, else don't, in the world. I don't think I've, I've, it, like, I've gone chill. to. You know,
0: if, if you take me to a club now. Like that booth life you
1: guys have. That booth life, uh Oh, Boots mm-hmm. Live, oh, I thought it was
0: bougie, but um, okay, well. Um, yeah,
1: that's what I'm, I think it's, yeah, I don't know, in America it's just...
0: I mean, let me fair. call the White House now. We need we need to ban Australia and we need to ban some more countries, not giving a visa yeah. anymore, <laughs> <laughs> all this. <laughs> nah, you, said, you said
1: when you land in Melbourne, where should I take you? Oh, maybe I'll take you out instead of taking you to dinner, I'll take you clubbing. No, ser- seriously, club. I
0: do get headaches from over loud music. <laughs> I don't I don't do concerts. That's fair.
2: And all That's that. fair. Yeah, definitely... Festivals are nice though. Yeah. I like
0: a good festival. As far as the music is not I'm not too close to the music. Uh yeah, I'm mm. I'm fine. But uh, I don't do concerts. I don't. If I do concerts, it has to be like a close, like an indoor. like them. Ultimate. Not like them crazy boom, 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 Stadium. boom. Stadium. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Nigerian parties are enough for me. You know, we, we play our <laughs> Makosa. I feel like thing.
2: Zimbabweans are the little brother to Nigerians in terms of party life. Like, we mm. can't pop bottles quite the way Nigerians do, but we know how to have a good time. Like, we know how to... The best partying I've done in my life is Zimbabwe. With Zimbabweans or like Zim parties? Like, I will give us.
0: Zimbabweans would, would take a loan to just throw a party and get broke
2: afterwards. <laughs> Something like that.
0: Oh, wow. No, but it's not you
2: even know. the popping bottles thing. I'm just talking about just like the energy yeah. and the, mm. the, the, the you know, and cool. and taste is. as well. Yeah. It's varied. Yeah. We've got the swag. we got the swag when it comes
0: uh, to yeah, like, we, we, we do got the swag, and then we'll be crying afterwards. Because I almost did that when mm-hmm. I was supposed to get married to in Nigeria. And I, You go get that loan, and my cousin said, Yeah, yeah, go. Mm-hmm. You take it loan, 50K, and then go. I said, How happy. Okay, we'll that's why I said we're the little brother, because you guys <laughs> take it to another, another level, right? Another. Yeah. You can't touch Nigeria on that one. Okay, yeah. but that being said. Ruby, your music. Ruby, yeah. I was like, Yeah, yeah. You, you're postponing your music. I was like, uh, you, t- no, you think not I'll at forget? All. Yeah,
2: not at all. Uh, so for me, I would have DJ Maporisa as well for sure.
0: No, 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 that, uh, that overruled. Overruled, you can't, you that, you can you're stealing Amanda's we can answer,
2: have some, Mr. Easy. It's your boy, <laughs> Easy. Hey, hey, yes, this is this is serious. Ooh, just, that's my guy. Like, okay. I feel like Mr. Easy and I are friends in my head. Like, he's just,
0: I'm, he's I'm pretty life. sure I can call him now and say that you, you know, you have a friend in Prague,
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure. He'll be like, sure. Um, <laughs> and I mean, I can't take, I can't say what Amanda's already said, but like Shasha uh, is great. Sun El Musician is great. Um, I like me some, um, what's his name, man? Oh my gosh, the name. Takura. I co-sign
1: all of Rumbi's.
2: Takura from Zimbabwe. Takura. Bring it Mm -hmm. on. Um, Yeah, it's just, there's just so much good Mm -hmm. music, man. Like, you really ask for choice. I haven't, no. I haven't.
0: Nobody mentioned my home girl, my 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 true rel- relative,
3: mm.
0: my one true relative. Nobody mentioned her. I'm disappointed. Oh. B- bussizwa.
2: Bussizwa. Ah, uh,
0: bussizwa. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, I I used, yeah. I, used I used I was using but French said- accent this time.
2: Busisiwa,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> blame the, the uh, person yeah, Jesus. Good, too. She's,
1: cool, no, she's too. great. what
0: do you mean she's good? She's great. Oh, I'm fine. We're deleting this. Let's delete, delete the episode. You
1: said you, you said dance episode. for an hour, so an hour has to have a big catalog. I don't really know as many, yeah. Numbers. You need a lot
2: of, and I know her like for an hour. You know, the song that really gets me going is uh, Power, which is on the, oh, wait, wait. but you said we're not allowed to put. Any Beyonce, so well we just, okay you know... okay
0: we can we take a technicality there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me call security. Let me call my management and uh, okay the, the, <laughs> the Supreme Court say you can put that in there because uh, yes yeah. that that's my one of my daughter's favorites so no,
2: yes it really is. that that's... It's, it's great. that song will be.
1: get you hype.
0: It is it does anything. it does it gets me hype yeah it gets me hype one hundred percent.
1: There's so many even Moonchild suddenly I love yeah. even um. There's just so many wait,
0: artists. Did, what? Uh, any artists from Czech Republic in here?
1: No.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: You said you said only from the you well, Yeah. On, that. And this, don't when mean, did I say that?
0: Well, okay. Wait, you said
1: no Beyonce. We assumed I'm that. I'm dancing okay. for an
2: hour. it would be more like classical music if I involved the Czech art. Hey. I don't really listen to Czech hip hop. Or ah, don't don't put I, me in you know.
0: trouble. I don't want to get in trouble here. Let me just mind my business and. I will mm. stay in my lane right now. I don't want somebody to come and start writing an essay to me and say, "How dare you not include Czech Republic?" I said, "I didn't." No, go no. go after it's layered podcast. I will give you the socials. Go after them. You
2: know. All I right. I don't know much
0: Czech music, to be
2: honest. Final question.
0: Mm. Mm. So, what would you like to leave the audience with? You know, um, freestyle. You know, we can drop a TY Savage line. You can drop Mr. Easy or Bonner Boy or you know anyone. <laughs> but yeah. From both of you, what you like to leave the audience read your thing.
1: Wow, good question. I think the the notion that we can all be seen. Black people, we're very nuanced. There's different, we're not just one, we're not just a strong black woman and that's it. You know, there's so many layers to us. And we should celebrate all those layers mm-hmm. and consider mm-hmm. them and get a chance to you know talk about them and i think um i just want our listeners to always remember that when you're dealing with someone who's of color or who's black especially that we're not what you think we are you know mm-hmm. there's so many more versions and and um i mean there's so many countries in africa and we shouldn't just be painted as one yeah mm. um, and i think now we're getting to get in this new space where we're celebrating that that each country is different each country is to be um, um celebrated for its differences
0: beautiful i, like
2: I agree with amanda for sure i would say um, africa our time is now and let us not be shortchanged for the value that we bring and the culture that we bring and um I hope you are proud to be off the motherland and come from the motherland because there's so much soul and there's so much we bring to the table um, and we're just getting started. So yeah, I hope you feel proud. I, for too long, um, as we alluded to earlier in the conversation, we've you know been afraid or shy or embarrassed, but like own it, um, truly, truly own it.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for those beautiful gems that you dropped there. Um, how can people get, find you? And you know, where, where's the best place to get your content?
2: So we are uh, at its layered on Instagram at its layered pod on Twitter, and the best place to listen to our podcast is all your favorite podcasting platforms. So Spotify, Apple. Um, Google. Uh, we we everywhere. We're in most places. So please check us out on there. Um, yeah, we're also on YouTube. So we have our podcasts are also um, visual. So you can check them out there. Uh, and yeah, so best place to get in touch with us is at It's Layered on Instagram. That's nice and simple.
0: Awesome. And I'll add that to the show notes and Thank I'll you. tag all the... Um, socials when uh, the post goes out on social media so for everyone listening don't forget go on apple podcast and give five stars to its layered podcast and a positive review and also do the same for me but make sure you give its layered five stars and a positive review no negative review do that (laughs) send an email you know send it in private they don't don't need that uh, publicly you know but do the right thing is the right thing to do and Stay awesome. Thank you for the privilege of your company. And thank you, ladies, for giving me your time. I really appreciate you all. We'll have you all back again for more episodes. I love the work you're doing. Keep doing a great job. And, yeah, keep staying awesome. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much for having us.
0: Thank you. Thank you. All righty. And that's a wrap. See you next week, people. Thanks for listening to White Label American. If you enjoy the show, we'll appreciate if you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. If you have any questions, comments, or have someone who will be a good guest on the show, or you want to be on the show, send us a message at whitelabelamerican at gmail.com. And make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at White Label American. Thank you for your support.